Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over Podcast, episode 121. Shout out to the LA Galaxy and Angel City Brigade. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host to my left. He is the coupon cutie, the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. What's up, baby? Let's talk some wrestling. And also joining us, you know him, you love him, you might hate him. He is a WWE simp. He is the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. You know, just hanging in there, doing doing best I can. Um, waiting for this intro music to die because it's kind of loud. Um, but a lot, a lot going on in wrestling. But is it at all interesting? At all is wrestling interesting right now? What do you guys think? No, <laughs> I think we're at a standstill right now, where uh, wrestling is becoming very stale. I mean, um, I mean, there's some great matches. But I think overall, I think with this whole pandemic still going on and the way things are going, it's just kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the draft was supposed to be something to excite, but it actually frustrated me more than anything. Uh, Dick's going to be joining us in a little bit, um, so but we got a lot to talk about today. The Dodgers have forced a Game 7 tonight, so we are going to try to wrap this up. Um, and, uh, you know, there's not really a whole lot in the world of, like, wrestling news is there do you guys do you guys know anything no nothing big except uh nothing nobody died that's good um well there was that so, mexican uh wrestler who died in the ring uh yeah apparently he was like 26 and had a stroke yeah super super young he took two chops like you know to the chest and knife edge yeah, rick flair style <laughs> oh man <laughs> They might bite. They might start banning the knife edge chop. And, and that'd be terrible. I mean, remember when Ziggler did that? He did all those elbow drops to the King, and and then the King went back on commentary and almost died. Oh, that's it, it was caused by the elbow drops. Well, I mean, a bunch of elbow drops to the chest can't be good for your heart. I think, especially if you're in your sixties and seventies. Well, yeah, maybe he shouldn't be in the ring when he's nine hundred years old. Bro, so he that still wrestles. It more than the elbows. He still wrestles like indie shows. Like that's wild. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like that's it's about time to hang it up, boy. I yep. think the small there's like itty bitty news is Raw Underground is canceled after eight weeks. Is it really canceled? That's what everyone's saying. All the news sources are coming out and saying that it's it's canceled. It's done. I mean, we have I I hate it anyway. So rest in shit because it was. Pretty much unwatchable for me, at least. I don't know. The camera cuts were just way too much. It didn't make any sense. Um, they had, you know, a couple guys that they were trying to build from that. I guess Dabakato. He's a legit. He's. I think they made, that was like purposely just for him. Right. Um, Underground's going to be kind of like it was good as a gimmick for like one or two weeks, but I think it's good that like now with the draft they can kind of reset that shit. It was. It was like up there at the top with like. But then once they got once WWE got their hands on it, they WWE fight it and it got way bad. Like yeah, um, it did its purpose though. It pushed uh, Dabo and the Hurt Business. That was like I think its main roles. The to Hurt be Business, honest, just to, yeah, for sure. Um, when they made their uh, when they like went in there and just wrecked shit and like stood tall and like MVP had that famous line like uh, the Hurt Business is booming like. That if that's all that Raw Underground was there for, I'm, I'm that's fine. Yeah, because her business is 
peak right now. So uh, good, dude. I've I've so been all in on the hurt business since the beginning. I just want to put that on record. Any uh, black faction, man. Like I'll buy. I'm just into it because, like you know, we. I love a black racist faction, but like, yeah. I'm, what's I'm more it. badass than wearing a suit and beating the shit out of people? Like rolling, right. like taking off your jacket, taking off your watch, rolling up your sleeves, and just beating the shit out of people in dress shoes. Like, sign me up. Yeah. Led by MVP too, the the a master on the stick. Exactly. So that's always a positive. One hundred percent. Dabo Kato Kalen. Um, <laughs> Been waiting for, been waiting to say that for a little bit, um, and then what was the other guy? Ruiz, not Humberto Ruiz, uh, the Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu guy. I think it's Ruiz, or I don't know how they pronounced it. Um, but that guy, but, that, yeah, that was another yeah, guy yeah. that kind of stood out from Raw Underground. Any other moments kind of stand out when Bra- maybe when Braun went and like, I don't know. That's kind of. I still it. can't get over that doorman. Who kind of dwarfed Braun Strowman, dude? That guy must have been like eight feet tall, dude. dude that guy's <laughs> built or some shit. Yeah, he was retardedly big. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I mean, and then they have Shane standing next to him, and Shane's isn't he? Isn't Tiny. Shane like six something? Yeah, he's pretty tall too. And you made him look like a little shrimp, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Um, no what? other news, huh? There's like surprise. Well, we can kind of talk about the draft because um, yeah. that's kind of what I'm kind of I'm kind of hung over on all this draft beer that they've been serving. Ooh, come on now, Andrew, stop it! Just stop it, dude! <laughs> Knock it off! Knock stop it off! Stop it! Um, yeah, but I'm a little hung over from this draft, dude. Uh, they were giving they were they were uh, they surprised me a couple times, but then a couple times I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, that's what what do you guys think about like especially when they draft retribution like who's trying to destroy WWE like they shouldn't be drafted at all they should just fu- be fucking shit up right or am I wrong yeah right exactly I didn't oh. understand that well even when they switched the belts oh my god that's probably the like that was the moment well, I hated watching Raw and like killed wrestling for me for the week wouldn't wait, you be the, mad the, like the tag team you're talking about the tag belts right yeah the yeah, Street they, Profits yeah, and the New Day. Them just traded belts with each other that one i don't mind because that kind of makes sense i suppose like out of all the draft one thing we know about the draft is it's never gonna make sense ever until you know it's just kind of something they just fake put together um but that that one the title switch is probably one thing that made the most sense out of the draft to to me at least okay imagine you you uh I don't know. You won a trophy, and like someone wants to trade you for it, and you worked so hard to win that one trophy. Um, like you won the best drummer trophy, and then another guy won like best drummer. I don't know. I can't think of something right now. But like, <laughs> let's say you you like saved up all your money to buy an Xbox, and then you just trade for another Xbox, the same Xbox, but it. I don't know. It, I just feel like there's like value in something that you worked hard for just to pass it off to someone because, Oh, we're on different shows now. So the belt I was working, I worked so hard to get, or I mean, in the new days case, I guess they didn't really, they just kind of took it back from Cesaro and Nakamura. Like, Hey, thanks for keeping this warm for us, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Well, in a sense, I think it just shows the value of both titles. I guess it's equal, not lesser or greater than. So, I mean, since they did swap shows, I do get that, you know, they're on equal playing field, so it is just a trade, a like for like trade. 
Maybe um, I was hoping for more of like a story that they could have told. I feel like there was a story that they could have told um, if they wanted to, but they they decided not to. Yeah, exactly. I think it was it was just the, the story that didn't happen. So it's kind of like, eh, like why did you do that? Or yeah. why did they win the belts in the first place? Maybe you should have just kept them on Cesaro and Nak- Nakamura, or you know, like, or just. I don't know. It just, it didn't make sense. Like, why don't you just like have a wrestling match and have them win it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just weird. Um, what, anything else stand out for you guys on, on, on raw? Uh, Um, I don't even remember raw. Alistair Black and uh, KO had an amazing match. Uh, that double knee to the four chairs was uh, pretty wild. Oh yeah. Um, that was a, uh, no DQ match, correct? Yeah. It was right at the beginning. I had trouble watching the rest of it, but I mean, it was mostly dominated by the the draft, so it was just kind of like, whatever, you know. It was okay. Alistair I, and KO are both uh, staying on Raw, right? No, uh, no, they went to us uh, uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Both of them? I think yeah. both of them. Yeah. Damn, Raw's like, running dry. Yeah, I didn't really see very much. I mean, they they got Strowman, which is weird because he was on SmackDown this week, so it's like. Wait, what? Like, why? Why is he on SmackDown if he got drafted as Raw on Monday? That's kind of why a, be there. That's kind of the thing that kind of killed the draft for me too, because everyone was on just every show. So, like, I guess maybe it'll go back to normal. But that's kind of what they do. Like, they do this brand supremacy kind of thing, and then forget about it when they need, you know, Roman Reigns to battle whoever's on Raw. You know? Yeah, it was because it was weird because Michael Cole kept saying. Well, if Strowman wins the title off Roman, you know, he's going to take it to Raw. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. You know it's not going to happen. <laughs> so like, why would you say that? <laughs> they got to kind right. of build some kind of intrigue in a match that yeah. is just on. It was just weird. Um, yeah. Let's see. Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre fought kind of all night. Is is Kevin, is Aleister Black a, a heel now? I think so. I think they're. I think they're just trying to be both badasses. Yeah. Like not uh, like a in, a tweener, you know. Um, until there's actually a story, a deeper story to tell. But for now, I think they're just kind of in between. But I can't really tell who's a face or a heel. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Um, but do you think with KO going to S, uh, SmackDown and Sami Zayn's being there? Fight forever, guys. Fight forever. <laughs> there you go. We think the Rey Mysterio feud won't die. I feel like these guys are just destined to be on a collision course for the IC title. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, let's see. Not much. Slim Pickens this week in wrestling, huh? Let's talk about the number one contender for Asuka's Raw women's title. In the laziest way to book a number one contender, a battle royal. Lana is your number one contender for the Raw women's title. What does it say about the women's division on Raw? Well, it means that she's going to get her ass whooped. Like, and if she wins, uh, that's the one thing. Uh, I'm a WWE mark. But if somehow she beats Asuka, and especially if it's clean, I'm about to kill myself. Because that's not happening. You know they want they, they want that to happen, right? They want One, they want you to clear yourself. And two, right. <laughs> True. they want to frustrate the fans so much that we have to watch to see when Lana will get beat up, right? Lana's going right. to win the title. Lana is going to win the title with help from Eva Marie to really get the heat. 
Because she is a heat magnet, though. Eva Marie is rumored to be coming back. The, one of the worst wrestlers. Um, the thing I don't like about about Eva Marie is that she came in just to get a platform, and then once she got some attention, she went off to go do like her modeling or whatever she wanted to do. Um, I don't think she really cared about wrestling the way that you know, like a Sasha Banks cares about wrestling. Yeah. Um. So I, Lana's gonna win the title. You heard it here. Lana's winning that fucking belt. What? Even Reese coming back? I didn't realize yeah. that or hear about that. that that's shit. been the rumor going around. Yeah, it's she been a on the rumor. Su- avid Trump supporter too, I believe. So there you have that. <laughs> um. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Mandy nah. Rose and Dana Brooke beat Natalia and Lana, uh, which started the breakup of a team that was together for two weeks. And Lana, Lana was just her acting was really bad at the end of that. Um, and then I think a few that could have had some miles and leverage, they decided to blow off um, Andrade and Angel Garza. I love both those guys. Um, I love the wing clipper. Um, Andrade taking the L. Before he makes, I think he's going to SmackDown, isn't he? Um, I forget. Shit, I can't remember. Let me, let me look. Damn, he's his stock has fallen. If talking Big about time. like, damn, it's fallen so bad. He's like the eighth best Mexican now on, on WWE. Right, he had so <laughs> much, so much potential, dude. Um, I mean, the you know who really fell off? Braun Strowman. Oh yeah, well that's I'm okay with that to be honest. I mean, he's me just too. there to make people look. Good. I mean, I think Lars is a new. Braun Strowman. Oh, for right. sure. sure. You mean the freak? The freak. <laughs> 27 Not times me. they said during his match. Did you know they said that 27 times? The freak. The freak. Freakishly freaky. Like, it's Freaky Friday on SmackDown now. Not yeah. the word to call that guy, especially after his, uh, you know, his past and shit. So. I mean, yeah. it's not even in his past. It's recent. <laughs> <laughs> he, is a, he was hitting up chicks like just the other the other month. <laughs> I've also seen his videos. So uh, he, he is a freak. <laughs> the, name the name fits. The name fits. I don't like that his trunks are back like like on his ass. I, just talking about his movies, but looking at his trunks, they're like baggy. Like, dude, and they're like, they don't fit him all the way up his like stomach. Like, I don't like it. It's not a good look. All I'm the like way that. up, all the way up to like his his like over his belly button. I don't know. <laughs> I just hate seeing dude, guys he's like, like a wrestling like, dad, dude. Yeah, dude. Like a wrestling dad. that's like, it. The only other person that pulled off that look was Tugboat, dude. Oh, that that was awful. <laughs> I mean, I guess I kind of the been natural asking, disasters, dude. <laughs> I do kind of miss. Dads. I miss the days of dads being wrestlers. Like, you know, you look at the natural disasters or like demolition. Those guys are dads, dude. Right. I look at big makeup. Yeah. I look at Biggie. Like, ah, oh, that guy's not a dad. He's like my age. I, I, I miss the days of like receding hairlines, not giving a fuck. No one, no one's wearing makeup. Everyone's just out there to like. Look like big fucking old, dudes. Big old guts. Yeah, dudes. <laughs> sloppy, sloppy without any shame or care. Just yeah. like wrestling dads. Wrestling dads <laughs> need to come back, dude. Like five minute, maybe ten minute match. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're blown Take up quick. Home, <laughs> and my finishing move is I sit on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I miss those. The wrestling dads are. Uh, Lars is probably in that group. That's about it right now. Who would qualify for wrestling? That everyone oh else God. is all in good shape now. Yeah. So. 
I mean, I'm fucking dying right now. <laughs> I was going to name this episode Freaky Friday, but I think Wrestling Dads is going to be the new title of this this episode. Dude, Bring Lars back. Sullivan is number one in the in the power rankings of like Wrestling Dads right now. Yeah, Wrestling Dads, oh. for sure, Lars Sullivan is at the top of that list. I mean, Braun Strowman could be could be a Wrestling Dad, too. He really is. He looks like kind of a wrestling, like a big-ass uh, roided... A bushwhacker, pretty much, you know? <laughs> like, he for sure takes his son, like, hunting, and they, like, get one of those, like, uh, like in the trees, those little, like, uh, I don't know what, to, what they're called. They're, like, little houses that you put in a tree. Oh, know, yeah. For, like, deer hunting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's talk about SmackDown. Did you guys watch SmackDown at all? I, I, I missed it. I saw the uh, Sasha, the contract signing. They're going to keep pushing the story forward. Um, cause Bailey doesn't want to sign the contract. Bailey looking hot though. Um, she had that mom haircut, but, she, um, wrestling mom about it. Yeah. Wrestling mom <laughs> peak peak wrestling mom. Dude. Yeah. Oh, she is huh? her and, uh, the other girl, the woman's right girl. Oh yeah. Lacey Evans. That's a wrestling mom too, for sure. Yeah. 100%. But I feel like Lacey Evans is one of those wrestling moms that wants to talk to the manager. For sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Bailey too. Well, Bailey's got the haircut, but I feel like I feel like <laughs> Bailey wouldn't like haircut. if they brought if they brought Bailey like one side of ranch instead of two. I don't think she'd make a big deal about it. Where Lacey, I feel she like would... she has the look of like, no, sweetheart, we're gonna get you that ranch. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I think Bailey would be the one to take it online. That's what she would do. <laughs> yeah, Bailey would go to Yelp for it. She would Yelp and tweet. <laughs> she would tweet like, "Oh, you know the at so and so." You know, <laughs> Dude, I can't stop thinking about wrestling dads right now. They're cracking me up. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's funny as fuck because those guys are legitly sloppy dudes, dude. Mm-hmm. Just wrestling. Google tugboat and you will see a wrestling dad. <laughs> Earthquake. Earthquake. The bushwhacker for dads too. Bushwhacker. Super dads, dude. <laughs> Imagine like so- <laughs> my dad's a wrestler. Oh yeah, what's his name? Bushwhacker Luke. <laughs> They'd be like, oh yeah, okay, I see that. What does he do? Uh, he licks people. <laughs> Oh, man. I see that? <laughs> oh man, that's awful. Oh, we got a, we got a. Here comes a new challenger. <laughs> here he comes. The one, the only, your boy, the tenth one of the world, Dickalicious. Welcome to the show. Glad you can make I- it. I am so sorry about that, and thank you guys for starting without me. Getting to... what do you? No, got? I yeah, appreciate that. Bro, just a lot of things that happened on a Saturday, on a Sunday. I noticed uh, Drew and I are wearing Dodger oh, blue I think today. We're all frozen. We, I gotta, think we gotta represent, bro. Uh, oh, I see him. Hey, hey, Dick. We're talking about uh, wrestling dads. Who was your favorite wrestling dad? I think mine is Tugboat, Earthquake. What? what that's so are, are, are we talking about literal dads or it's just like those have like the, the dad body? Well, the dad dad. We're saying Lars oh. Sullivan wears the baggiest trunks and like he looks like a dad. Rest, like he reminds me of wrestlers of old that were like hairy in shape, but not in shape. You know what I mean? Um, like, like your retired tugboats. football players, kind of retired football players. They definitely look like dads receding hairlines, not giving a fuck. Um, Vader. Vader was a wrestling dad, dude. For sure, he was. He was on Boy Meets World. Yeah, that's the, that's a dad. Yeah, as a dad, as a wrestling dad. And he's a, and he and he was an actual dad as well. Leon White. 
Leon White, rest, uh, re- rest, God rest his soul. You know what's funny was that I don't know if you've seen this GIF of or this video of Vader like he was in Japan after winning. I forgot he probably once I forgot what he won, but like he had a kid on top of his shoulder, and then like he would he would drop the kid. What? Was that what? his gimmick? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know if that, I don't know if that was his actual son or not. I mean, it looked like a white kid as well, so I'm assuming that was probably his actual son, <laughs> which is such a dad move. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, that sounds like don't put your trust in anyone boy <laughs> Jeez. but i mean stuff happened on smackdown but nothing really happened on smackdown right or um well i i wrote some stuff they had renee on i don't know if it was just like a contract thing like just for the hell of it renee young but, uh, she was on for a split yeah she she yeah that's right she was, she there. was on uh like it, they had a whole dude it was like maybe 30 minutes of just hype smackdown that's it and it was it was kind of like kind of ticking me off i was like dude when are you gonna get to wrestling because it was just hype show for 30 minutes what were they hyping next week just the season the, premiere the season premiere oh my they god had, like I all forgot. sorts of people on like from you, fox so it was uh they had the nfl of fox crew there are no seasons in wrestling i don't know why they get off on like saying it's a season premiere it's literally every week yeah, right. I didn't it, understand it. It's to draw ratings. It's at, at the end of the day, it's to get people to watch. I mean, I guess. Um, how do you guys feeling about Jay Uso and Roman Reigns? I feel like this is the best story in the company right now. That's probably the best story in wrestling, to be honest. In rest, I think in wrestling, yeah, for sure. It's pretty up there. Um, sorry, I was lost in the Firefly Funhouse or something. I don't know where <laughs> I was, but my internet was flipping. You're in the Thunderdome, kind of brother. It looks like you're in the Thunderdome, but is is Bray taking over? I don't know. Is it turning red? I can't tell. Let, me like, in. Let him in. Let him in, dude. Uh, but yeah, Jay Uso. When is Hell in the Cell next week, right? I think it's next week, yeah. Okay, good. I thought it was going yeah, to be next week. week. Um, too crowded. Braun Strowman doing the J-O-B. Big time. Bigly, as Donald Trump would say. That was a bigly job uh, that Ro- that Braun Strowman did. Um, and that does Roman Reigns have a, a bigly annoying breathing he did too was it i i miss smackdown but uh they, i you can hear it like you can hear him just go <gasps> oh at the end right when he was laying yes down. yeah it was so loud he's like uh, uh, well i mean that's the cell uh, job roman reigns hurt. does he have a new nope. finisher is he is he choking people now does bro does roman reigns have to choke a bitch that's a cool little move though <laughs> he had he, he did a guillotine on him and he and he did tap out that's yeah, a heel move well. too. Guillotine is like a a badass, like I'm gonna fuck you up type finisher. Ultimate. Well, Dragon. he also did the low blow as well, and I think that's really where they're aiming. That's where they're aiming for, like to make differentiate him from um, Babyface Roman. I like the fact that he has to cheat to get ahead. Yeah, like a true heel. He's already like super charged up, but then he has to cheat too. Like God, he's such a bad guy, and I'm, I'm for it. I I'm a big hater on Roman Reigns, but. This version of Roman Reigns is what I'm what we were all here for from the beginning. Once he left the shield on his own, once he did all those eliminations at the Royal Rumble, I was I was like, this guy, this guy's badass. And then they WWE fight him. Uh, and slowly my disdain grew for the man. Uh, yeah. but this version of Roman Reigns is peak, I say. And Paul Heyman makes it too. Oh exactly. God. That's what, exactly so what I was good, just dude. about to say. And uh 
they opened up with Paul Heyman and he was like, and introducing, you know, Roman Reigns, three, two, one. I'm not going to introduce him. He's training in his room. Why would he be out here talking to you people? Like it was perfect. Um, Are we going to get, this is a bit of news that I, I forgot to mention. Um, is DC coming to WWE? Oh yeah, that's Paul right. Heyman has been cutting some sick promos on DC. It's like, and really, really going at him, like breaking kayfabe, straight shooting brother. Not breaking kayfabe, but straight shooting, calling him a he saying he never drew money in in UFC, and that he's overrated, and that he could he couldn't even do commentary if he were to come to WWE because that's one thing that he said he would want to do eventually one day is do commentary. Are we gonna get DC versus Roman Reigns? Speaking of, yeah, DC speaking of wrestling dads, dude. That's like the wrestling dad bod of like you know. If Carl Winslow age. was a wrestler, it would be DC. Yeah. MMA bot, <laughs> MMA dad bot for sure. DC uh-huh. versus John Jones is equivalent to Carl Winslow and Steve Urkel. But you know what though? Like if if DC does come to WWE, I don't think it'd be him and Roman. I think they're going to try to do him and Brock. Oh shit! Brock's got a Brock's got to get his win back. But the thing they did, they did it. The thing with, is, uh, though, is that Brock's not under contract right now. But WrestleMania season, I mean, that that could be a different story. So I, if any, I would incline to think that it'd probably be Brock and DC because I, I think they want to capitalize on Brock, you know, going up against another MMA guy this time in wrestling in his sport. Yeah, um, they're gonna Dos Santos him, aren't they? Bring him in to do the job in Saudi Arabia, and then Brock can be like, "Yeah, I beat you in fake fights, dog." Just like you do with Kane, I could see that happening. Or Kane Velasquez, my bad. That's who I meant to say. I get those two confused all the time too. But uh, <laughs> speaking DC's of DC, he's way more charming though. Speaking of fucking... wrestling dads, he has more person. He's he's more charismatic than um than well. I think the thing about it is that Kane is not really a wrestling fan per se compared to DC. DC is a is more of a wrestling fan. Oh, yeah. So his personality is going to come out more in a WWE type of style as opposed to uh, Kane Velasquez. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Well, not only that, but uh, he's great on the mic, right? So like, it's a win win for WWE to to put money into that, and uh, I, you'd be crazy to think that it wouldn't happen. I, I'm sure Vince is, has that in the back of his mind, thinking, "Yeah, let's get him." DC cuts. Uh, he cuts like he's he's got me to buy pay per views. Let's say that like DC can cut a good promo. Oh, absolutely. Um, and you know that's because he's a wrestling fan. He knows how to draw sh- people in. Um, Dick, what did you think of the draft? We we talked about it a little bit. Um, not liking you know them just swapping tag titles with the other people, um, and it kind of just not making sense um, in the grand scheme of things, especially when people are on shows, you know, willy nilly. Yeah. It, the one thing. I, I got to say, you're looking at the cards after the draft is how weak the tag divisions are. Oh, they don't need two belts. We've been saying they don't, they don't need two belts. And I mean, basically you're, you're down to like what four, maybe four tag teams per, per show. (laughs) Very shallow. There's just no way. Like, I don't, I don't understand. And I didn't like the fact that they swapped the belts either. They, they should have done was really unify the, unify the belts and have one champion be on both shows that's what that to me was number one that, that they should have done i thought that was a story that they could have told i was saying like why 
like the way that they paid that off, like they they could have actually tried to do a story about it. But yeah, like, I mean, um, even the women's division with the tag team titles, there's nothing there. Oh, that's been that's been like that for for a long time. And yeah, that wasn't I, gonna change with the draft. That's kind yeah. of a steal of the pick, too, to be honest, because you get two uh, uh, pretty, I guess, upper echelon women performers for the price of one when you get them. So that's Shana kind of a and steal. Naya? for who? Yeah. No, I'm saying that they just got them in one pick. Those for are who? wrestling moms, by the way. Uh, know how they just got the tag team champions for the girls? Shayna and Naya, the wrestling moms. Yeah, yeah. Shayna and Naya. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are those wrestling are moms. moms for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're up. I mean, Naya, well, Shane is close to forty, so that makes. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Um, the one thing, another thing I, I noticed is, like, okay, like we're going back to the tag division. They they broke up heavy machinery. Wrestling dads. Wrestling dads. Oh. Another another one. That's another one for Otis, Tucker. Otis in particular. Um, Mother Tucker. Uh, and Otis is, I just want to say Mother Tucker, but Otis is a dad, dude. Oh, I don't know why yeah. he's trying to get with Mandy, dude. He needs to go back home, <laughs> go back to his wife <laughs> got, and kids, dude. He's got high, he's got high standards, bro. I mean, you need to say sugar, that's his, that's his, uh, it's his sugar. Well, not sugar mom, but he's a sugar daddy, basically. Beach. Uh, he's losing that briefcase, right? He has to. Has to. At this point, you know, this whole story needs to come back full circle. This story needs to end because he does. He has the briefcase, but they have no idea what to do with it. They got us with the bait and switch too. I they they did a continuance for this, you know, legal drama. It's um, it's this is going on way longer than it needs to. Like, just put put the briefcase on either Miz or Morrison, have Otis and Tucker reunite, and you know, go from there. And even then, like if whoever wins it, they're not going to cash in. I don't see that happening. I mean, although now that they're now that both are on raw, right? Yes. Morrison and okay. Yeah. I, it's possible that that were to happen. They, they go down that path. They may be able to cash in on drew, but that's a small chance. And I wouldn't do that to be honest with you at this point. AJ should have won it. That was my pick when I, when we made our picks and we I stand by that. AJ, AJ should have won that shit. I think and, and I think if if they do get the the briefcase off of Otis, they they, they you got to go for the tag team titles. That's it. Just go for the tag team titles or something. Twenty four seven. Cash put him in. put him back as a tag team. <laughs> Cash uh, in on the twenty four seven champion. That would be a very thing Otis I noticed, and I want to mention this real quick is the IC title. How Sammy Sammy Zayn got drafted late in the second in the second day. Yeah. Yes, disrespectful to him and the title. And the title, exactly. We'll Apollo, time. Apollo Cruz got drafted before him, or not Apollo? Well, he did. Dana Brooke um, got drafted in like the second round, dude. Like Titus uh, O'Neil. Titus O'Neil, where the, what has he even done? Veteran pick, veteran pick. <laughs> Maybe he <laughs> like he's like a minimum. locker room morale booster. <laughs> like we need, we need a veteran in the locker room. We're all trying to have an explanation for trying to find the one reason. <laughs> just like, anything to like make it make sense, dude. <laughs> all right, let's go to like good wrestling. We we talked about sports entertainment. Let's talk about wrestling now. Let's talk about NXT. What did you guys think of NXT this week? Um, they uh. They're really hyping this Halloween havoc, um, and it make it. I don't like that they're making Shotzi the host when she just is having badass matches every single week. 
um, especially this match, this match with Candice LeRae on NXT. Um, what did you guys think of you know this show? That match, that match was pretty good. Um, shot. Uh, maybe there's a reason why she's a host, though. Maybe there's some sort of push they're going to use leverage that event. I, I I could say something. I, she's a big horror fan, and they're what? kind of playing the vibes of Elvira. Remember how back in the '90s where they had Elvira being oh, like the yeah. host? That's. I mean, that makes sense. And called her a whore. Like I said, I Shotzi's, Shotzi's a, fa- a horror fan, so she's a whore fan. Horror yeah, fan. Oh, Dick's a Dick's a whore fan. <laughs> that that too as well. <laughs> me too, oh, Ruben, Dicky. Me, me too. Ruben. Right. Hashtag me too. Um, but yeah. So you got Shotzi. I'm, what's dope is I've seen that match. Um. In Baldwin Park, you know, like at, a, at PWG, I've seen Shotzi versus Candice, so it's good. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see it on national television. So that's pretty dope. Production. Um, what else happened on NXT, guys? Help me out here. They're gonna. They're really promoting the spin the wheel, make the deal, not make a deal. Spin the wheel, make the deal. But it's a digital spinner, right? So it's already rigged. I don't think it's gonna be the same one they used thirty years ago. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that this is the old WCW gimmick, correct? Yes. Okay. I want to see I, a giant pumpkin and a, or that demon that they had in like '97. Yeah. You got to have that in the back. That'd be nice. I want to see a cemetery. I want to see the Yeti come out of the the mausoleum like back in the day, dude. That's what I want to yeah. see. We're gonna Those go Halloween havoc. I want to see the Yeti come out and bear hug and the shit hump. out of Hulk Hogan, dude, or like. Hump. Like hump and like gyrate on Hulk Hogan. Yeah. The wet finish the Hulk, ever. Dry helping the Hulkster. I thought I would never ever use that sentence ever. <laughs> or bring Robocop. Fuck it. <laughs> Go full WCW. <laughs> Do bring in Robocop and Sting. I, I like we're how, talking. I like how NXT is using a lot of the old WCW gimmicks. And if you are, you might as well go all the way with them. Well, they got to do it to keep up with uh, AE Dubs. Well, they got to do it before it. AEW does it. They're doing it to like you know nudge AEW and say, "Ha ha, we could use it. You can't." Yeah. Well, when it comes to when it comes to war games, yeah, and that that's true. And also, Triple H is also a big fan of of. I mean, you could tell he's he's a big fan of the old school mentality, old school way of promoting. And he's a historian WCW. for sure. He's a big time historian as far as wrestling. He goes. is. He is as well. So I think that's a that's a nice way to do it too. Um. Let's see. We got. Horny Logan and Danny Burks versus Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. Are these guys faces now? Is, is the Undisputed Era making that face turn? We'll see. I mean, I I, I think Adam Crow's officially a baby face, and I, so is Kyle O'Reilly. Um, the Kyle rest O'Reilly of the guys, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. All right. Uh, Amber Moon talks shit about the main roster for a little while. Uh, I'm glad she's back. Yeah, I'm stay as like, far away from the main roster as possible. Hopefully, they bring like Nakamura back too. That'd be kind of crazy if Dude. they bring some of the NXT like legends back. I, I was kind of hoping the NXT would be involved in this year's draft like they did last year. That's yeah. another thing as well. Like it, uh, it's only Raw and SmackDown, and they didn't pull any NXT talent. If this is the legit third brand, I feel like they should have been included. But that's just me. Um, Johnny Gargano maybe and Austin a, Theory. Maybe it's a blessing too. in disguise as well because that way they don't have to get they, they have to mess up whatever roster they have. That's very true. Because yeah, NXT has their own storylines going too. Um, what do you guys think about Tony Storm making her comeback, dude? 
I think the match went on a little too long, but other than that, I think she's she needs to be where she's at. She she should be here in NXT or even on the main roster. She's she's really that good. I think her and uh, Rhea Ripley should should go up. Like there's nothing 100%. for them. There's nothing for them in NXT. They've kind of done it all. Especially, it would have been dope to see Tony Storm come back from that injury straight to the main roster and you know push the shit out of her. Um, you know, metaphorically. <laughs> don't don't literally push the shit out. Not of not Storm. not literally, dude. No, no, no. And that's not that's not what we're implying. Uh. <laughs> Dexter oh, Loomis man. is back. I thought he was going to be out for a little bit longer. I don't even know he was out. What happened? How did he get out again? What, uh, what causes it? A dive. He did a dive. Yeah. Oh, dude, I just saw um, the uh, Ridge Holland ankle break. Wasn't dude. that nasty? Oh, my God. And then the screams. I think the screams hurt like hurt me more emotionally than watching his leg snap. That, that was traumatizing. That was, that was bad, dude. And again, it was off of a. Di- I mean, he didn't do the dive. He it caught was him. Just, he, he caught him. It was a freak accident, and his he's out for. He's gonna be out for a good while. He poor guy. Tore he his, just got his big break too, dude. Yeah, exactly. He was he was gonna make a he was gonna make a a, a run. Um, he shattered his or like he broke his ankle. You could see his ankle go one way, his foot goes another way, and then his leg just gives out like. T- ugh. Find it on YouTube. It's it's disgusting. If you if you're a glutton for punishment, definitely go look at that and then listen to his screams. <laughs> but you know, I don't like seeing people get hurt, especially on something uh-huh. that that didn't need to happen. Really, uh, it was unnecessary. So I hope he gets better. But I can imagine the pain he was in. That looked like it fucking hurt. All right, so let's switch gears. We're gonna try to run through this show pretty quickly. AE Dubs, the anniversary show. Uh, they yeah. hyped this pretty pretty good, but I don't think the show the show kind of didn't do a lot for me. I'll be honest. Yeah, for it being an anniversary show, it was definitely not like it was it was lacking something. I mean, the what they what they it wasn't it wasn't really a true anniversary show. Like, oh my god, like you have to go out of your way to watch it. But it was fine. It was uh, it was decent. I thought the Cody versus um, oh, Dar- that, yeah. Darby Allen uh, Orange Cassidy match was very good. Yeah, it was really good. I really liked that match. FTR and Best Friends had a good match, too. The yeah. match, I mean, I think that the problem that they're having right now, like, they're giving away, like, a lot of matches, I think, that could be saved for a pay-per-view. Like, Lance Archer and John Moxley could have easily headlined a pay-per-view. Um, and I'm kind of getting... I don't feel like there's any real big long stories other than, like, the Kenny Omega Young Bucks kind of deal. But even then, they don't spend a, a lot of time on that. The, Are the we getting more matches? Gonna play, the tournament's going to play out. That's true. Yeah. I think because they have, well, they have the tournament with uh, Omega and them. And then they also have, I think it's a triple tag team with uh, the Young Bucks. So uh, for a number one contender, fatal, I think it it's is. It's a for the fatal four way. Fatal four way. Yeah. Uh, Butcher and Blade, Young Bucks. Um, best friends? Uh, no, it was the, what's the Dark Order? The two from Dark Order. Oh, um, yes. John Silver and. Alex Reynolds. Alex Reynolds. Dude, John Silver is the shit. On being the elite, he is the best. He's the best part of being the elite now. Being the elite now. Go watch it because John Silver is easily the funniest person on that show. I love John Silver. I'm gonna have to pick that up because I've been I have been lacking on uh, rewatching those. <laughs> he's hilarious. You go go watch it. Um, but yeah, um, 
I, I saw a lot of people were complaining about. All right, this is one thing I want to talk about AEW that I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of. I'm not a fan of what they're doing with uh, Rusev Miro. I don't know what. I don't know what he's doing really. I feel like there's no direction there. What do you guys think? You know, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned because I was going to mention that right now too. I wasn't a whole fan of of uh, Kip Sabian having the arcade in, in front and then having it destroyed, and then you bring out Rusev, or you bring out Mural after, and then you, um, basically I understand why they wanted to do that to make Mural look strong, but I think him and Kip, it just doesn't do. It, it's, yeah. it's too it's too comedy for me. Where you can where he should really should be more of a badass. I mean, he has elements where he could just just rip people to shreds, and and that's good and all, but I think him and Kip, unless where I think is going to go, where like they're going to have a falling out and just Rusev just murders him on on his honeymoon night, uh, we'll <laughs> have to wait and see what happens. I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm just not a big fan of what they're doing right now initially, but I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and you know let this play out. But right now, no, there's not, not a lot to complain about on a. Who main evented that show? The, the the anniversary show. Moxley and Archer. For the it was a great that was a great title. match um but i wanted to go back to the the miro thing it's the the miro thing um i think with the, the problem with AEW is they have so many strong men like they have you know uh cage they have archer they have brody. moxley they have brody they have they have give all these you know big brute guys and you throw miro in the middle of it too i think it's just too much and i think they're trying to give him this goofball uh storyline as just a you know they, they just get people needed, to know him i guess you say but take a yeah, step back look in the mirror and just assess the I, situation God, stop it andrew come on dude knock it off it's been all episodes stop <laughs> it <dog. laughs> i'm starting with the man in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> uh, i like I, I like that one that was a good one we're all gonna right, get by michael one. jackson's uh estate now for using that yeah. Wrestling is pretty uh, uh not interesting right now, huh? It's just not, dude. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's lack of fans. Um, how do you guys feel about them piping in like crowd noise, but like piping in like organic, like these are this is awesome chants? I feel like that totally defeats the purpose of uh, this is awesome chant. It's like having a robot cheer like for something. I I, I hope they don't pipe in what chants because <laughs> I don't want to see that come back. Oh, oh my! Ow, fuck. Just hit my tooth on the microphone, but yeah, I think that'd be pretty funny though. I think that'd be hilarious just as a troll job. But we'll <laughs> oh, you're gonna God. want somebody God. actually making a promo or something. I, I don't, I don't want, wow. I don't want to wish that in existence. Although they, there were some what chance uh, on on the on the anniversary show by the fans. <sighs> God damn, jeez, oh, it's not even the same company, bro. Um, I saw a lot of people actually complaining that why why does Miro have an arcade cabinet ringside? And my my response to that is, why are there Kindle sticks under the ring? Like it's wrestling. God, stop! Why are there trash cans under the ring? Exactly, dude. Ladders, like, come on. It's wrestling. I'm not. I'm not not really a fan of that either. To be honest with you, I think they could they could have had in the in the back. It it was (laughs) hokey. Oh, you're one of them too. It it was kind of hokey. I mean, that was Dick's post. It's a gimmick. It's 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 a gimmick. It's like. it's like them having the car, like, and then they it got taken. Uh, what is it called? The the re- if, revival. The car got taken. Okay, like it's just a gimmick. <laughs> That's all it is. Or Eddie Guerrero riding a, uh, you know, a lowrider of the ring. It's it's just part of his thing. 
But people would complain about it, though. So, I mean, you, you, the way I see it is you got you to gotta do it both ways. If, if it's bad on WWE's end, it, and it's bad on EW's end, it's bad in general. Eddie Guerrero or, coming to the ring in a low or, rider. Or, or, or is let me put bad. it this way: it's like uh, Drew McIntyre driving in on, on a in a ambulance. Why? <laughs> how? How? How do you get it in the arena? How do you get yeah. it in? I mean, well, or Becky Lynch driving a truck. You, you, you <laughs> got she got a, she yeah, got a job we, as a part-time remember, trucker. Remember, we're putting logic in an illogical business. Becky was an ice road trucker for a week, dude. Or logistics of it all too. Imagine Kurt Angle driving in a milk truck, right? Austin beer truck. I mean, we could, we could go on and on about this. It's it's putting logic yeah. in an illogical business. Yeah. Um, how about MJF wanting to join the the uh, inner circle? I I thought it was a dope segment. I, we know where this is going. I I I think it's going to be pretty obvious at this point, right? What? Where's what's it going? Uh, what's obvious? MJF versus Jericho, full gear. Probably. We're gonna. Well, find- they're they're having a match though, aren't they, for uh, a steak dinner? They're having a steak dinner. Yes. They're having a steak dinner, not a match. Oh, I thought dinner. it was a match for a steak dinner. <laughs> No, they're having. They're gonna have dinner next week. Are they going carols or some shit? What the fuck? <laughs> they're gonna go to Longhorns, and Jericho's Chris. gonna Jericho's gonna leave his belt there. I know. <laughs> I, uh, hopefully not Sizzler. <laughs> I think Sizzler's out of business. Yeah. Uh, no. we're, okay. we'll, we'll see what ha- they're they're in Florida, so we'll see. They'll probably pull up a time machine and go back to Sizzler or some shit like that. <laughs> if it was Big Papa Pump, he'd want to go to Cracker Barrel. Hey. Or Popeyes. Or Popeyes. <laughs> Um. Anything else happened on AEW this week that you guys kind of? Archer versus Moxley was fine. I I like after the end though, where you where Eddie Kingston comes in the ring and he's like, oh. you know, good good job, brother, blah blah blah. Kind of like just luring him in and just choking him out after. Dude, that ending, I was like, oh, he's totally gonna turn on him, and then it didn't happen. Like after a couple minutes, I was like, okay, maybe he's not. Maybe he's really just congratulating him, and then. God damn it! You you got me again. <laughs> I love that Kingston reminds me of like a wrestling dad, but like a bad dad. Like ones that he's never home. He's always like, you know, I got I, I gotta go buy some smokes. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. It never comes back. Always working. He buys he like he buys formula at the bodega down the street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like at three a.m. because yes. he forgot to during the he's day. Like, <laughs> he might as well get cigarettes. Like you could tell he wants to leave his kids, but like he's like, oh, I can't, I can't. That, that, I, I don't want to repeat that cycle. Can I get a? Can I get some formula and ten scratchers? And a, a pack of Newports. Let me get some quick picks. <laughs> some Newports. Long, long stick. Um, coolers. But Eddie Kingston is the legit badass, which I I like. I like him coming from NWA to AEW. I think is is a great move, and I. I feel like him and Moxley are just going to kill each other, right? This is going to be it's, lead to like a death match, right? I think so. And then the, the, Eddie's promo work is going to lead them to. I mean, that's the plan. Is is uh, looks like Full Gear is going to be those two, and I, I'm I'm waiting to see what the promo work is going to be with from Eddie because Eddie's always delivered when it comes to him on the mic. Yeah, yeah. I think him on the the commentary was really good. He kept just trashing all the commentators. It was so good. <laughs> Um, how about Tony Schiavone going full uh, forty year old virgin? Huh? I love it. Now I I love that segment, dude. More of that. I just love that Tony Schiavone has a, a one of his ears pierced, just one, and it's not the gay one either. 
Oh, so he's hella straight. So he's hella yeah. straight. Yeah. He's, he's got I, five kids. Yeah, I imagine he drives like a bright yellow Mustang or something. You know, a dad car. <laughs> Super dad he's car. Like, he's like, he's going through extreme midlife crisis. <laughs> or yeah, uh, like, uh, a yellow Corvette. Yeah. Like when Britt Baker sat up and looked at him, are you naked? Are you? Na- <laughs> I love the batter between them two back and forth. They have That's great so- chemistry. Britt Baker's talented, so man. She's super talented. She is. Yeah. She's 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 really good when it comes to stuff like that. Like she the, the banner between her, like when she came back a couple months ago and have her turn heel has been nothing but excellent. Uh, the banner with her and uh Rebel or, or Reba, yeah. you want to call her. Yeah. <laughs> um the role model, you know, just the various gimmicks of her coming back and then her with Tony Shabani playing it off. I love it. Like she's been phenomenal. I mean that Dennis match sucked, but other than that, I think Britt Baker's the, dope. The matches are a different story, but her like just doing character work has been phenomenal. Her evolution has actually been pretty good in AEW too. They've wanted to bring her in like as the face of the women's division and like you know super baby face, and they realized that wasn't working. They they turned her heel, and that that was the perfect move. Yeah, it was. You guys got any other quips? Things that happened during this week we might have skipped or breezed over. Let's go, uh, go Dodgers. Hopefully they pull this out. Yeah. Oh God. Game seven's gonna start in about an hour for um, West Coast Best. time. I'll just, Best. I'll say this: there's no money in a Braves versus Rays World Series. You gotta right. have I lost. some elite team in there, and that's the Dodgers. Yeah. That's all. That's a, that's we'll an East what, Coast we'll thing. We'll see what happens. You're gonna have two East Coast teams. No, you gotta have one West Coast, one East Coast. I say. Anyways, mm-hmm. although the although the although the I'm sure MLB did not want that they wanted the Dodgers and Astros again, but Astros uh, couldn't hold up there in the bargain. It, yeah, they they choked. The real money Asterix. would have been Yankees and Dodgers. That's the real oh. money. I've been wanting to see that shit. That's Roman Rock that's, right that's, there. That's the traditional series. That's Roman that's Rock, Celtics, Lakers. Yes, exactly. The Bronx Bombers versus the Brooklyn Dodgers. Or it could have been the the Clippers and the Lakers, but uh. Clippers hey, could uh, hold up their bargain. No, let's not talk about that. You fuckers! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He just made my thing peak. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about my wiener. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening, joining, downloading, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. We are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting, and we will see you next week. Or next time. We'll see you soon.